Hi folks, welcome back to episode 61 of Nobody Asked You Kevin. It is now March. The last time I talked to you was February. It's now March. We're heading into spring. I can't wait. Oh, and by the way, my name is Kevin. I should have told you that. You should know that if you listen to the show. Uh, today, we've got a special episode for you. I can't wait to talk about this. Every once in a while, a movie is released that grips my attention so much that it instantly becomes my favorite film of the year, no matter what. Well, folks, it happened just barely into 2021. A movie called Psycho Goreman was released. So you're probably asking yourself, hey, Kevin, what is Psycho Goreman? Well, I like to say Psycho Goreman is what happens when Mighty Morphin Power Rangers villains... Troma Entertainment and the metal band Guar decide to have some sort of unholy orgy. It's a science fiction, fantasy, horror, comedy, all rolled into one kick-ass film. The movie is written and directed by a guy named Stephen Kostansky. He, you may have already heard of him, I don't know, you might, you might not have. Uh, you might be familiar with some of his work. He directed and wrote 2016's The Void. He also did the W entry for The ABCs of Death 2, the sequel. Um, he did the W entry. It was called W is for Wish. Um, the movie came out in 2014. I highly recommend you watch that, as well as The ABCs of Death, the original film. Um, those are kind of like... A, each individual segment is named after a letter of the alphabet, and it's A is for whatever, B is for whatever, but he did W is for Wish for ABCs of Death 2. Uh, he also did the 2018 direct sequel to 1993's Leprechaun movie. It was called Leprechaun Returns. I never watched it, but I have seen The Void, and I have seen ABCs of Death 2, so I can vouch for those. Um, the movie... Psycho Gorman was originally to be premiered uh, at South by Southwest in March of 2020. But then, of course, as we all know by now, COVID-19 happened and the pandemic started and, and didn't let up and it still hasn't let up. But the movie was later screened at Beyond Fest in October of 2020. It was part of Australia's Monster Fest as well. It was released in theaters and video on demand on January 22nd, 2021. So this is why I call this a 2021 release, because it wasn't officially released until 2021. A lot of people will talk about, well, it was screened in 2020. That's not the rules I live by. Those are your rules. Those are not my rules. I don't care when the movie was screened. I just care when it was released to the general public, which Psycho Gorman was released in 2021 to the general public. So... The movie synopsis is, siblings Mimi and Luke unwittingly resurrect an ancient alien overlord who was entombed on Earth millions of years ago after a failed attempt to destroy the universe. They nickname the evil creature Psycho Gorman, or PG for short, and use the magical amulet they discovered to force him to obey the chi their childish whims. 
It isn't long before PG's reappearance draws the attention of intergalactic friends and foes from across the cosmos, and a rogues gallery of alien combatants converges in small-town suburbia to battle for the fate of the galaxy. Doesn't that sound awesome? It does. It really does. The film stars Nita Josie Hanna as Mimi, Owen Meyer as Luke, Matthew Nineber as Psycho Gorman in the suit, uh, Steve Lajos as the voice of Psycho Gorman, Adam Brooks as Greg, Alexis Hansi as Susan, Kristen McCulloch as Pandora, Reese Presley as Chad, and Rich Evans as Death Trapper. Psycho Gorman has gotten some pretty great reviews from critics and audiences alike. If you go over to Rotten Tomatoes right this second, it currently holds a 90% certified fresh critics rating on Rotten Tomatoes, over 59 reviews, with an average rating of 7.0 out of 10. The audience score is 62% on Rotten Tomatoes, so still not too shabby. PG's IMDb rating is 6.2 out of 10. It has a meta score over at Metacritic at 69. Nice. With generally favorable reviews. I'm not going to spoil this movie for you. I want you to check it out. I'm going to tell you to check it out. It's a pretty damn cool movie. And I has already said, it's my favorite film of 2021. So far... I mean, we're only a few months into this year. I mean, it is March, so we're only a few months into the year. So there's a lot of time for that to change. There's a lot of cool movies, a lot of good movies coming out. But so far, as of March 10th, 2021, Psycho Gorman is my favorite movie of the year. As for a Nobody Asked You Kevin rating of this movie, I'd give Psycho Gorman the highest rating I can give. I had a lot of fun watching this. A lot of laughs. I give this rating a Nobody Asked You Kevin rating of the shit. It's a fun, over-the-top, batshit, crazy, horror comedy film. I will say, it's not for everybody. Give it a watch. You might love it. Or you might look at me and say, Hey, Kevin, what the fuck are you talking about? I hated that movie. I never want to take another movie recommendation from you again. And that's fair. I completely understand that. Again, I'm going, I'm saying this up front right now. It might not be for you. But, as for me, gets the shit rating. It's an awesome movie. Check it out on video on demand, or the Blu-ray and DVD versions are being released on March 16th. So, coming up here soon. And, finally, I, well, I shouldn't say it like that because, um... It's not really finally, but hey, lastly, finally, whatever. I was able to talk with the writer and director of Psycho Gorman, Stephen Kostansky, uh, the other day for a few minutes, and we chatted about the movie And I, as I interviewed him. But uh, here is that interview. I'm going to play it. I want you to listen to it. Me talk to writer-director of Psycho Gorman, Stephen Kostansky. And just a heads up, the audio of the interview wasn't very good. It actually made me quite sad that it came out the way that it did, but you live, you learn with mishaps during podcasting interview setups. I did what I could with the audio, so please still enjoy the interview with Stephen Kostansky. I am talking with Stephen Kostansky today. He is the writer and director of one of my favorite films of 
2021 so far, Psycho Gorman. So how are you doing today, Stephen? I'm doing good. Nice to meet you. Thanks for having me. Hey, I am so happy to get to talk to you because, like I said, this is like my favorite movie so far of 2021. It's such a wild movie for me. I I love this sort of the the sort of movie that you put together here. Um, When I when I watched this movie, I thought of Power Rangers meets Troma meets I'm a big metal guy. So Guar, the band Guar. (laughs) Um, How did you come up with the idea of Psycho Gorman? Uh, I mean, I've had a few ideas from it floating around in my head for a really long time. I've always had the image of this, like, monster man sitting at a drum set uh, in my brain, and I, like, didn't know what to do with it. Um, but this movie came from a few sources. One of them was me wanting to make something that emulated the experience uh, from my childhood of watching R-rated movies uh, that I maybe was too young to be watching. I was very much a video store kid growing up, so we were always renting movies on the weekends. And, uh, yeah, like watching stuff like Terminator 2 and RoboCop, uh, Guyver 2 and Aliens, uh, stuff that was appealing to my kid brain in terms of having all kinds of sci-fi fantasy things uh, that felt very, like the Saturday morning cartoon brought to life, like obviously loving like the chrome endoskeletons from Terminator shooting purple lasers like kids Steve love that but then also being traumatized by the horrible violence uh, on display <laughs> in those movies and so the movie's sort of me trying to like work out those traumas and make something that emulates that experience where it's like a kid's sci-fi fantasy adventure movie but also uh, kind of like this more dark and brutal film where there's like harsh consequences to these cartoony situations we keep encountering um, I was also inspired by, uh, I was watching Rawhead Rex after I made Leprechaun Returns. I was taking a break and watching movies. And so I watched that movie for the first time. And as I was watching it, I started riffing in my head on this idea of, uh, like, what could you do with this character that's more interesting? And I was thinking, like, you know, having this evil, this like evil being that's resurrected and unleashed upon the earth, like, having that, but then mashing it with E.T. and having this evil overlord character having to, like, be at the mercy of a bunch of little kids. And, like, what kind of weird adventures would they go on? Uh, Like, once I came up with that concept, PG, the movie just really, all the plot really just fell into place because it's such a fun starting point, the idea of kids being paired up with this evil being that is evil all the way through and does not uh, learn any kind of valuable lesson or anything by the end of the film exactly yeah um now when they the the kids in the movie the actors um i know this i believe this was uh nita josie hannah's and uh owen owen meyer's first movie um how how was it actually working with something like like where it's their first or maybe even second movie or film ever I mean, is that easy to do? Easy to easier to work with uh, first-time actors, or um, is it something I mean, that you found easy? I mean, thankfully they both did have experience. Uh, like, I mean, or- Owen had been in some short films, I believe, before that, and then Nita, she uh, comes from more of a theater background and musical theater and dance, so like she has experience performing for an audience and on stage and like that 
that is a big deal to me. That's a huge, huge help as a director because I know that, you know, even though she's a, a kid, like being on set with a bunch of adults is not going to phase her at all. So honestly, like we could not have asked for a better situation with Nita and Owen and Scott who plays Alistair uh, because they all just uh, like came prepared and totally fit into the vibe of the set immediately. And, uh, you know, really are like the heart of the movie uh, with what they brought to their roles. I mean, Nita is already Mimi in a lot of ways. So it did not take much to like push her into the character that I wanted. Uh, so yeah, we, we really lucked out with our cast. Um, and it was just a very comfortable vibe on set. Everyone was having fun. We really got along well. And, yeah, uh, you know, the fucking low budget shoot with like a very hectic schedule, we all really got along and, and I think had a lot of fun making it. Yeah, I think you could you could really tell the chemistry between everybody. I mean, especially Mimi and Luke and and uh, uh, Psycho Gorman. I mean, they're, they're just excellent chemistry between all the cast, which I think really does pull the film together. Um, can you talk about the effects for a moment, um, specifically like the costuming? Did you do that work? Was it somebody else? I mean, when you're talking about Psycho Gorman, Pandora, um, any of those costumes? I mean, it was a team effort at Masters Effects in Toronto. Uh, I, you know, basically begged them to let me make this movie uh, and do all the build, like do the build for all the effects out of their, our shop in Toronto. Uh, so, you know, I did have a lot of support helping me pull all these costumes and creatures together, but it also was a lot of me, my intern Chloe, and my producer Jesse working late at night. Uh, just kind of like scrambling to to get everything ready for Seth. Uh, it was a very ambitious project and definitely did not have enough money to do what we put on screen. It was just a lot of elbow grease and late nights to make it happen. Uh, but again, like when I'm also writer director, it streamlines the process a lot where, you know, we don't have to schedule meetings on like design meetings for how things are going to look. Cause I'm the one, helping build it so you know it really just made things move quickly being able to be in the shop working and saying like i want this to look like this and i want this to look like that and i'm gonna make this look like this and there's no time wasted on discussion we're just we're just doing it just making everything so i have to ask um, who came up with the idea of dressing pg as to look like dr grant from Jurassic park uh that was me uh (laughs) i Actually, I was like going back and forth uh, with fellow Astron Six member Connor Sweeney about this idea of like dressing PG up, and we we're kind of throwing ideas back and forth. And uh, you know, we went through like kind of a few iterations of what he could look like. The reason, the intention behind it was, that I knew there was going to be scenes where PG's out in broad daylight, and I did not feel confident that the suit would hold up being in direct sunlight for like a chunk of a movie. So I figured better to uh, like hide some of him, like put wardrobe on him and just live in the joke of him wearing human clothes for a little bit. But figuring out what that joke was took a bit of time, but yeah, it was just, I don't know how I stumbled upon the photo of Sam Neill, but I was just like scrolling, I think like Google images. (laughs) And I just saw this picture of him and was like, that would be so stupid if, <laughs> and, and we don't so, overt 
we don't say it in the movie ever. It just is. And if you know exactly, it, it's just there. <laughs> About the music, I mean, the music in Psycho Gorman um, by Blitz Berlin. Um, I, some of this music is is pretty good. I mean, these could stand alone as almost like singles. I mean, the song Frig Off, um, Two Hands, oh, yeah. One Heart on the soundtrack. Those, to me, are jams of songs. Um, how much fun was it to actually get, like, the actors, like me and, and them, as a band with Psycho Gorman in the back playing drums? And how, how, how fun was that? <laughs> I mean, because that was one of the first images I came up with for the movie, that was a real moment of clarity, seeing everyone playing in this little band together. Like, it is that moment on set where I felt like, oh, the movie, this is the movie I want to be making. Like, this is working. This is this is exactly how I saw it in my brain. But, uh, I mean, it helped a lot that Nita is so talented uh, with her musical theater experience because the fact that she could actually sing the song and sing it well, uh, was it was like a huge gamble writing the script thinking I would get an actor that could pull this off. But she did a hundred percent in both versions of the song that she does. I think she totally nails it, and like <laughs> it's just so passionate and and has so much emotion to it that it's just really really spectacular what she did. It was fun to watch it in person play it. <laughs> I bet. Um, speaking of music, uh, uh, in Luke's room, I, I, there were multiple posters on the wall, and I did have to ask. I saw a Cybertronic Warrior poster on the wall. Um, yep. And I, I didn't realize this, but I looked up the connection because I'm a big Cybertronic Spree fan. And oh, nice. I saw that you directed the music video for that song. Yes, I did. And uh, so my, uh, I guess, payback to them for doing that video was I got them to build the uh, Gygax council set for the movie. Oh, um, nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so uh, that was their contribution to the film. But yeah, we did the Cybertronic Warrior video, and it was, it was a ton of work. I, I definitely overpromised on what I wanted to do with that music video, but at the same time, it was super fun uh, to be able to do all these miniatures and stop motion and do the robot suit and everything. And uh, yeah, they're, they're, a great, they're a great bunch of robots, and I look forward to working with them again on future projects. Um, do, do you happen to recall, I couldn't tell what the other posters on the, the walls were. Um, do you happen to recall what those were or just offhand? Uh, well, one of them was Portal to Hell, which is a short film my friend Viviano did uh, that, that had uh, Roddy Piper in it. I did creature effects on that short for him. Uh, so I asked him if I could have permission to use that poster. I believe there's a Fireman poster, which is a short film that Adam Brooks made. And then I think there's a manboard poster over there somewhere. Okay, yeah, I saw the fireman poster. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I think that was all that was up. There might have been others, but I don't remember off the top of my head. What is a favorite horror movie that you have? What's your favorite horror movie of all time? My like favorite uh, horror movie of all time. <sighs> I mean, it's tough because there's like you could ask, what's the scariest movie I've ever seen? And what is for that? I would, for for me, I'm still gonna go with Blair Witch. I am. I'm not gonna ever change that uh, in terms of that recommendation. I think that movie is totally horrifying and very affecting. Uh, so I put that 
as my most scary movie that I've ever seen. But as far as favorite horror films, I mean, I think my favorite slasher is Halloween. Um, my favorite like monster movie, like creature feature, is The Thing. John Carpenter's The Thing. Before I, I, I gotta let you go here in a couple minutes, but before you do get going, I have to ask. I ask this of all my guests on the show. Pretty random questions. Do you have a favorite French fry condiment? Uh, ketchup. Though I mean, sometimes if I'm feeling fancy, I might get some gravy. But oh, usually, gravy. Yeah. So I'm a big mayo guy. Mayonnaise on my fries. Mayo. See that? I've never. I've never gotten that one. I, I've tried it. It's fine, but it's not my go-to. Uh, but that's interesting. I, I will not shame you for it. I think that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's And, you know, I'll probably try it again sometime soon now that you yeah, brought it up. And now add a little brain, pepper to but, it. Add a little pepper. You got yourself a great condiment. One last question before you go. Will there be a sequel to Psycho Gorman? Because... I sure hope so. Um, I'd even take a prequel. I mean, you're not listening to me, but about the rise of Psycho Gorman or Breakout in the Siege of, of Gygax or anything like that. But I would take 100% more Psycho Gorman. Do you think there will be more Psycho Gorman in the future? I mean, I hope so. I hope that things line up, that I'm able to do that. I certainly have lots of ideas for what I want to do. Um, it's just figuring out what the best way to experience more pg is uh like is it a movie is it a series we're we're working on that trying to figure out what the best step forward is. but there's going to be more pg adventures in some capacity i'm just not entirely sure what yet but we're in the process of figuring it out perfect perfect uh steven stansky i thank you so much for talking with me today i know i gotta let you go the dvd blu-ray release of Psycho Gorman is coming March 16th. The Hunky Boys limited edition set is also available right now, which I am so counting down the days until I get a hold of my copy of that. Um, oh, but awesome. I, I, I want people to check this movie out. Um, also, your 2016 film, The Void, uh, because I think that's a spectacular movie as well. Um, oh, so I, thank you for chatting me with uh, with me today. Uh, congratulations on making such an awesome film with Psycho Gorman, and I really, really appreciate your time today. Oh, thank you very much. It was great chatting with you. Well, there you have it, folks. That was Stephen Kostansky, writer and director of 2021 Psycho Gorman, or PG Psycho Gorman. Please remember that the Blu-ray, the DVD versions are being released on March 16th, just next week. Check it out if you can. You can also watch the movie On Demand. If you hurry, you can get the Hunky Boy edition of Psycho Gorman. Watch the movie. If you haven't watched the movie, watch it. You'll understand that reference 100%. Which the, 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 the Hunky Boy edition of Psycho Gorman includes the Blu-ray, DVD, CD combo film, a package of like collectible trading cards, behind the scenes stuff, interviews, trailers, and what I especially want to get a hold of, the full soundtrack of the movie on CD. I did order the Hunky Boys edition, as you heard in the interview just a couple of minutes ago. I cannot wait to get a hold of it and 
look at go give it a search on the internet all you need to type in and it's not going to lead you to anything nasty or anything but hunky boys edition psycho Goreman, and they're only making like 2000 of them so get them while you can anyways that's the episode of nobody asked you kevin i hope you enjoyed me talking a little bit about a movie that i really do enjoy and a brief interview with the writer director of the movie um, send me an email at nobodyashedyoukevin at gmail.com. Hit me up on Twitter at AskedKevin. Find me on Facebook at the Nobody Asked You Kevin podcast page. Visit the blog at nobodyashedyoukevinpodcast.blogspot.com. And finally, please leave me a review on Apple Podcast if you can. So until next time, fam, go watch Psycho Gorman. Peace.